0: Welcome to this week's Silk Grassroots podcast, The Amateur Footballer, brought to you by the Down to Play app. (laughs) Grassroots Football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to the Amateur Footballer podcast on the selk network my name is sabrice the best grassroots center back around and let me just apologize um, right now just so if you kind of hear certain things happening in the background uh i am in the kitchen because i've been relegated to you know to the kitchen area we have builders in our oh, will tell a lie i have my dad in doing certain things to bedrooms and floors and whatnot so literally apologies apologies enough about that hope everyone is well again please subscribe to the Sulk podcast subscribe to the amateur football channel as well i'm on youtube i'm on tiktok i'm on instagram so this episode and i want to try and make this short and sweet which which uh, a lot of people will find that very funny because people think i waffle uh, and again that kind of linked into the episode in terms of my stammer uh, Yes, I, I think uh, a lot of people may not know that I suffer from a stammer uh, And when I was a lot younger it was uh, a lot worse And you know, a lot of people say, is it, is it in the genes? Uh, was there something that happened when you were young? Uh, and the only thing I really remember, and I don't know how old I was It's probably, well definitely before 10 uh, I I literally fell through one of these um, kind of um, I don't know what the what the correct terminology is But I almost kind of fell through a wall But like, you know, it was kind of one of these kind of polystyrene walls at school And I remember falling through it and I remember feeling dizzy and I remember waking up and then there was a teacher and all of my classmates around was that the trigger I don't know because you know it's just one of those things I wasn't really you know it was something I didn't really notice until I was a lot older probably my teen probably you know I'd say 10 11 when when I knew uh, when I wanted to speak it would take me a lot longer and again you know it's kind of something that i've lived with and and it was something that i was really conscious about especially in my twi- my like teens and in my 20s and i think what what really probably affected me more was at middle school. And again, again, I'm kind of at an age where we used to have a middle school, so we had primary school, middle school, high school. Middle school, I believe, it was probably from I don't know, was it ages of nine, ten, to maybe uh, early teens or so. It was a it was a northern thing, you know. It was a Leeds thing. So so like, guys, please please put in the description or in the comment box if you guys went to middle school. So I went to middle school, and halfway through a class. Could have been maths or, you know, I can't remember. But a teacher used to come into the class in front of my peers and say, Jabris, it's time for you to go to speech therapy. You can imagine embarrassment. My peers, I'm standing up in a class, I'm packing my stuff, I'm leaving. There was a taxi waiting for me and I had to go to uh, speech therapy. And, you know, it was kind of one of those things where you know, I used to go to speech speech therapy and, you know, this is kind of something that I consciously regret. And this is probably one of the first times, I mean, I've spoken about it to, to close uh, friends and I don't think I've even said it to my family members. But, you know, to my kind of close friends, I, I have, uh, you know, when I used to go to speech therapy, I, you know, there was a class of maybe six or seven or pro- possibly even more. And, you know, I used to look at the you know, you know, look at these kids that had a speech impediment, that used to stammer. And a lot of them had worse you know, they were they were really bad, you know, worse worse than mine. And, you know, I and I in the back of my mind thought I was better than them. It was probably one of the first places where because my speech impediment on, um, you know, on my stammer wasn't noticeable compared to the people in my class. And, you know, I took it for granted. And, you know, I, I never, what's the word? I, you know, it was kind of almost like a class. And, you know, you would stand up and, and read out a sentence with kind of different syllables and, you know, certain, certain words that would that would really affect your your speech and I'd be the first person to kind of stand up and kind of almost be um what's the word you know like the um like the nerd of the class or whatever the terminology was at the time and you know I thought I was the cleverest and I thought I was the best purely because I could speak there and then but when I was at school um you know I never used to speak you know did, did I did I ever get uh bullied not really you know of course there's. There's like banter and, you know, there was roasting and people would, you know, take the mick out of, you know, how it's talk. But again, you know, I was I was um, fortunately big enough and strong enough to look after myself. And also what got a lot of my peers on my side and I literally earned my respect was because I was really good at football and. Um, and, you know, we used to win competitions, we used to win leagues, you know, um, even in like the, even in the lower years. I believe we, it was probably in year six or year seven. And we were, you know, there was a big um, tournament. It was a huge tournament. I think it was, yeah, probably year six or so. And, you know, it was a big, big tournament. And we were the last year sixes and we were competing with teams that were in year nines. Year tens, and we knocked out a few of these bigger, these and bigger boys. And I remember again, you know, we literally just had an amazing group or crop of players. Some of them actually made it to to the kind of professional game. Ricky Kane, Gareth Grant. Um, you know, like we were literally like a hotbed of talent. And you know, I, you know, I had trials with with like various clubs. And um, you know, I was, you know, football was was my language of love, and you know, I didn't have to speak. I, you know, I just let my feet do the talking, uh, my actions, and you know, that got me through. I'd say my my kind of teenage stroke, you know, twenties, you know, you know, I'd say journey, and. You know, did it affect, you know, did it affect me at high school, at university and at my workplace? One hundred percent, you know, very, very shy, very, very quiet. But, you know, I'd always try and let my my actions do like the talking. Sometimes my actions were not good enough. And, you know, people thought I was, you know, I was a little bit different. Uh, and, And again, you know, on kind of social nights out. I would talk when I when I had to and I just kind of keep myself to myself. And I remember um, Howard Lewis, uh, not an not an FC manager at the time. And you know, I you know, I know I've got to give Howard a lot of props. I was playing, um, I never used to really kind of talk a lot and you know, Howard saw something in me and said, you know what, Tabrice, I want, you know, you are now the club captain. And and you know and I looked at him and I'm like you know are you sh- are you sure you know because again like the club captain you know a captain at, you know at the time and still now is is the voice of the club and I'm and I was like really you know are you sure and he's like yeah you know what again you know you do you know everything right um, and uh, yeah that was probably the moment where which I felt that no matter what I said, uh, how I said it and, uh, and, um, and if I stammer, people would listen. And throughout that time, throughout that period, you know, again, we, you know, we were, we were really successful, just, you know, winning games. We had kind of players coming, coming in and players coming out as well, um, going to bigger clubs. And, and, you know, I think that's literally where I got a lot of, confidence from and you know again that's probably where I I enjoyed I'd say a second second lease of life regarding football um, and, and again probably meeting meeting people uh, within the football community especially in London when I kind of moved to London because I'm originally from Nottingham but I was you know born in Nottingham raised in Leeds moved to London in my kind of late teens early 20s so you know again you know my kind of social circle was really in Leeds. so you can imagine me moving you know that was a that was a huge huge deal so you know again finding finding my feet and again using like football as the vehicle of of communication um that was a huge 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 thing for like me and and then becoming manager imagine becoming manager of of like people again this is literally out like Norton. Um I've gotta thank again Howard, Troy, um Renard, Trevor, again uh, Peter, Ford, you know, there was so many people that literally believed in my qualities. And again this is I have no coaching experience. I have no other listen, I'm I'm not a coach. I am not a coach. But you know I think what they found what they saw in me which i didn't actually realize I, you know at the time is that i would, that I would listen i would kind of listen let you take things on board and you know execute them pretty pretty well and you know i think that's really what you need from you know from a manager you know listen to people's issues and problems especially at grassroots and you know again listen to like where they play and actually how they like to keep it simple get down to play today the UK's leading app for next game availability download down to play from the app Store and Google Play get things done and try and adapt or you know literally trying to you know make as many people happy as much as possible and you know that's literally what I what I try to do um, when I when I first became manager, it was it was you know it was like a lot of work Wandsworth uh, with common you know taking out actually taking out the nets phoning players listening like to players issues in terms of getting there money money issues you know it was a it was a it was a hard task but you know i, I kind of took it took it upon myself to to literally you know say say to the players, look, I am here for you. No matter what ability, I am here for you. And again, my like, actions in terms of again getting there early, put you know, putting out the nets. Sometimes I would even pay for everyone's subs just to say thank you. You know, there was like a lot of things um, that I felt I needed to to actually do uh, to kind of um, almost kind of convince myself that I was that I was a I was I was best for for the job. And again, you know, halftime team talks. You know, nothing just a half-time team talks. At the beginning, it was like, oh my gosh, like my first halftime team talk. To be honest, I can't even remember. I can't even remember my first, my like first team talk. But it probably was kind of shit. Um, and probably my first half-time team talk was again, you know, I don't know, but I just saw it. You know, I just talked about the game. I mostly just talked about the game. And, you know, I, and then I, I, I kind of spoke to individuals as people first. People first, players second. Um, so, you know, I, I just, I just kind of, you know, just kind of had to, had to learn. You know, I was literally learning on the job. And again, you know, I was kind of very conscious of my, you know, um, of my speech. And you know, I had four or five glorious, glorious years, um, getting like to a uh, like a cup final, winning, winning leagues as well. Uh, hopefully, transforming lives because you know um, there was like a few players there um, that are in a you know spot above her, and myself and the um, assistant manager um, that that like came in. Um, I'd say halfway through my my kind of journey. We like helped as many people out. I would, I would say for me, uh, and you know, I will, I will, I keep saying I will talk about my kind of managerial journey uh, in a podcast, and that's something that that that's literally I will do. Uh, and um, you know, it was it was an enjoyable moment. Uh it was an enjoyable time. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Of course, you know, that is now kind of, uh, I'd say now, um, changing to like the social media side of it. Um, you know, creating this amateur football platform where, you know, again, my, my kind of love of video came, came through speech therapy. You know, video was my way of communicating to like people. So, you know, using, using video and using football as a, as a vehicle for me, you know, it was a it was a marriage made in heaven. So again, you know, kind of embarking on uh, the the kind of amateur football journey. Kind of you know talking about my own point of view, <laughs> using using my camera and talking to the camera. Even sometimes now, when I kind of look back, and again, you know, I'm gonna kind of give like you guys uh, like a little bit of insight. If sometimes I don't know how how I am now. I think I don't do it as much, but especially at the beginning, I kind of close my eyes when I'm talking, and I thought I was opening my eyes, but it's because I'm thinking of making sure that I'm not stammering. So I'm concentrating about not stammering. So I'm closing my eyes and I'm concentrating. If you look at the early videos, you will, hope, you will, you will see that. And and like now, being confident. Enough for me to record this podcast, you know, uh, without really uh, a script, you know, talking about my own experiences. Now, kind of creating the amateur football platform where, you know, I interview all people from different walks of life with kind of different journeys, with different experiences. Uh, it's just, you know, it's just an unbelievable journey for like me. And, you know, uh, and, you know, and it's kind of one of those things where. I know, and it's happened, where I'm, where I'm live and, and I've stammered online or I've hesitated or I've tried to say a certain word and I know in the back of my head I can't say that word because I'm going to stammer. And if I ever try to persevere and try and get the word out or I've changed the word just to make it easier on the listeners and, and to the people who I'm interviewing or the person, and you know what, now, I'm, I'm literally at an age, um, I'm, I'm pretty old, but, you know, now it's, you know, it's about acceptance. And, uh, you know, literally, I do accept how I am. Yes, there's still certain things that I kind of have to improve on, 100%. Uh, and, you know, you know, I'm heavily invest, you know, invested in myself, improving to improve myself, 100%. Creating content every single day on Instagram, YouTube, this podcast, having having people, having, I'd say, Selk, having like other like people say, you know what, we kind of want you to kind of produce content for our platform. That's a huge, huge honour. I, I do not take it lightly. Um, I take this responsibility seriously. That's why, again, kind of digressing a little bit, I love working in teams. I love working in teams. I kind of love working, you know, and, you know, literally showing if we work together as a team, shit can be so, so good. Things can be so good. I I am an action taker. I, you know, I'm not saying that I do everything because far from it, but I'm an action taker. I love to, you know, be... I love to move. I kind of, you know, literally love to show like people what, what, what um I can do, uh, and uh, and yeah, it's it's a it's a kind of blessing. Honestly, it's an absolute blessing. And you know, with 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 like you know everything that's kind of happening now, uh, with the with the recognition now about the amateur football is know platforms having the you know kind of recognition that i'm having uh and uh and the kind of positive feedback that i'm getting as well honestly it's it's a it's a far cry from 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 literally when when i was you know 10 11 12 probably 15 16 if someone said to me at 16 years old if i could look up you know um literally um if i could talk Talk to my 16-year-old self and say I'd be doing what I'm doing now. I think believing this, this old, fo- you know, foggy. I just it just wouldn't happen. It just wouldn't happen. And you know, again, going like back to football. Football gave me that that vehicle. Football gave me that confidence. Uh, the manager Howard gave me the confidence to to like make me captain. And to, and to kind of believe in my ability to, to actually believe in my football knowledge. To, you know, for like me to even become manager. Talking to players. Talk, you know, literally listening to their issues. Listening to their problems. And I knew if I could crack that, then they would literally want to play for me. No matter what ability, they would try that extra 5-10% harder. And that's all... I asked for. So no, hey, the journey continues. Um, you know, I'm I'm going to keep creating content as I've said, and I'm sure I'll say this on numerous occasions on this podcast. Um, I'm still playing football. I kind of play for a vets team called Independent. I have a show as well. People come on, uh, you know. Sometimes I may not say nothing on the show because of so much stuff that's that's happening behind the scenes. Even even on a Sunday, oh sorry, not a Sunday, on a Saturday, I may not talk as a as a vocal vocal player. You know, I try and only talk when when like necessary. But hey, you know, maybe you know maybe, you know, maybe I you know maybe I'm maybe I'm gonna stammer. Maybe I'm thinking, you know what? Let my actions. Know, speak rather than my like words because you know something that I've definitely definitely realised sometimes you know you've got two ears and you've got one mouth, sometimes it's good to listen sometimes you know it's kind of good to listen and to uh, you know and to have people around you within the football community um, that that literally not only talk a good game but literally have the knowledge and the experience to actually back it up so hopefully that's a well. This is a podcast that you guys can um, resonate with. No, no matter what your ability is, uh, no, like, matter how insecure you like may feel about certain things within your footballing journey. Trust me, if you're creating content, if you just want to play, if you're uh, you know, no matter what it is, you know, just you know, just kind of believe in yourself and. And you know, sometimes, not for sometimes. Eventually, you will you will accept who you are. And you know, the moment you actually do that, honestly, like a lot of things will happen. Um, and yeah, you know, again, there's you know, I can imagine that there's people that don't like the content that that I create that may not even like me. Hey, I am not there to convert them into into Tabriz lovers or literally people who are fans of the amateur footballer. That's that is great. I will I will serve the community. I will I will serve my audience. I will serve the people um that by like not only believe in me, but you know, again for like future generations that will literally listen to this podcast, that will watch the YouTube channels, that will that will look on Instagram, look on TikTok and think, you know what? I can relate to this person and that's what I'm trying to do. 24 minutes. Hopefully that was a non-Waffle podcast. Thank you guys for listening and as I said before, please, please go to the Amateur Footballer YouTube channel. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, big shout out to Uh, the selk podcast uh, biggest podcast in the world at grassroots level facts thank you for listening i will see you guys next week friday this week's selk podcast was brought to you by down to play the simple app for next game availability